So we opened the scene where we left off last time with the group around the body of uh, a goblin that they managed to tempt off of the roof, who was uh, lined up as a sniper, um, with several drunken orcs still in the town hall, uh, and an orc leader resting, but uh, looks not as inebriated as the rest of the group. And I'll uh, open it up for the group to take it from there. So we've got this guy down. Now what? If they're all drunk, we can probably take them. Alright. Who's good at being big and boastful? How many of them are, are there? Uh, less, less than a dozen? Yeah, we got this. I think so. Uh, we've, we've, we've cut down a dozen orcs. Uh, it's been on horseback, but, you know, we got this. And we're ready to follow our fearless leader into battle. Isn't that right, Earl? Look over at Earl. I, uh, I think that we have no choice but to help these people in the best way we can. We simply, uh, don't have time to, to leave them to the, the devices of these goblins to get reinforcements. I believe it's up to us at this point. <sighs> All right, then you made your choice. Front door, back door. Both? Both. I like that. Yes, let's take our outnumbered force and make two greatly outnumbered forces. What's <laughs> oh, door here? What if we set the fire at the back door? Oh, I'm sort of trap. To come to us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Flush them out. Dren's gonna waste no time and start lighting a torch. Hold up. We don't know how many other orcs are just not in this building. If we go around lighting a fire, that's I'm a going to try to no secure fire. the. Are there any windows to this place? Yep, there's quite a few windows. And do we? Really need to burn down these people's town hall? Oh, I'll extinguish the torch. Are we burning it or not? I feel like we're discussing it. It's on the table, but... If, if it's just a few drunk orcs, surely that's a, a little extreme. Then let's do it. Let's just jump right. through the back door and get them all. I am going to ready a spear. Maybe the front door. They'll probably expect the back door more than the front door, right? The front door is so brash, they'll never... No, yeah, the front door, they'll never post guards in the front door. Sounds as good as anything. Phrases How's your orc voice, Dren? I mean, like, you like backdoor, you post like one sober fellow because you're like, uh, somebody's gonna get cheeky and try to stab us in our sleep through the back door. Through the front door, you don't really care how inebriated your guards are because it's like, nobody's gonna be brash enough to charge through the front door. 
cool, right? Think you're overthinking it. These orcs already believe they've won. <laughs> Praising head or tail. Heads. If it's heads, front door it is. And Kelwin flips a coin. And it lands in the snow, bounces a couple times, and lands on heads. <laughs> well, picks up a coin, puts it in her pocket, takes the spear out, and looks to Earl for orders to charge. If you think it's best, then through the front gates we go. Hell yeah, let's go. Yep. May my ancestors guide me. And may y'all be or with uh, be with all of you. Here we go. You look over at Thurisfall. Um, I think you threw him a spear, was it? Um, so he's just like tapping his spear in his hand, going, "Well, that dying in that cell." Look, look, you die on the battlefield. You got stories told in your name, right? I'll make sure if I uh, survive, I'll tell your stories, old man. I'll take your word for it, I suppose. Give him a nod and start just trudging in that direction slowly and quietly until we get close. Okay, you're pretty close already. You're just like kind of in the alley, just um, like one block of houses down. Uh, but Got sure, it. there's. Um, it, it looks like they're relying on the guards that are supposed to be on the roof, now dispatched. So. Um, a lot of you are now in front of the main doors. It's like a double door sort of thing. Uh, big oak doors leading to the town hall. Um, I wait for everybody to get close. I, you know, lock eyes with everybody, make sure they're ready and like look ready. And I'm going to charge in. Okay. The door bursts open, kicking the door as uh, Dren kicks the door open and every everyone rushes in, ready to attack. Inside, bows will be useless. The quarters are far too cramped. Everyone will have to engage in close combat. And the large orc in the hammock uh, falls out of it, thumping to the floor loudly and be surprised, uh, in surprise. Hands on weapons, you fools! We're under attack! And the battle is joined. It's too late! Yeah. Um, go ahead, everybody, and I'll say, uh, you can't, I, I wouldn't say really roll a stealth to see how well you ambush here. I'd say it's probably a battle would be the most appropriate. So go ahead and roll two battles. One, uh, we'll just get a round of battles that will determine whether or not this ambush is successful, um, to see whether or not you get initiative or the enemies do. Uh, that's gonna, so I'm looking at a 10, 9, 13, and 12. Um, with no Tang Wars and an 8. So it looks like that ambush will be unsuccessful, um, unless every single individual spends a hope. Uh, I will, I will definitely... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll hope mine. That'll bring mine up to a... Never mind, I'm not gonna hope mine. Okay. That will bring mine to a <laughs> 9, lol. Okay, so it's not possible for the ambush to be successful then. Um, so, while you will not succeed on the ambush, and the enemies will have uh, initiative here to attack first, everybody can roll another battle to see if you can get yourself any bonus die. I got a 9. 
Oh, now I get an 18 with a Tangwar. Wow, <laughs> can we just swap the rolls, please? Why is yeah, everyone getting the Tangwars now? These are much better rolls. Look at Frazen's thing. Yeah. 18 with uh, extraordinary success. I got a 13 with a good success. Yeah, that isn't a uh, oh. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Darn it. You can't spend a hope if you want the bonus die, though. No, there's, the hoping would make it worse. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. So if you got any, um, g give yourself an. Uh, if you succeeded, give yourself a number of bonus die according to the number of runes in your success. Um, and the battle is joined. So um, unfortunately, because you did not succeed in the um, in surprise in ambushing, uh, Letcher's call uh, the great orc that you hear. Um, uh, you hear several, several of the um, goblins calling his name out, so you know that his name is Letcher. Um, and you hear footsteps from upstairs as well in surprise. Uh, as more goblins join the fray. Uh, so everybody go ahead and put yourself in a circle of engagement. It'll have to be uh, an independent one, alone from everyone else, because you're outnumbered, which means enemies pick who they engage. And pick a stance for yourself. Uh, Frazen, you'll be joined by Letcher. Don't die, Frazen. Thank goodness all these guys are drunk. All these ones are. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the ones that were uh, already downstairs, are uh, they have um, a complication added to their attacks because they are inebriated. Which means uh, the target number to hit you is increased. Okay, so we'll open the round then with uh, enemies having an attack, which means... The first thing that will happen is Thor's Vol here will be attacked. Uh, by one of these goblins. With a knife. Um, and that will hit him. Dren is also going to get attacked by a um, goblin with a knife, and that will miss with an 8. Frazen, you'll get attacked by this goblin. That will miss with a 4. Kelwin, uh, does a 15 hit you? Plus nine. It's a 15. It matches it. Darn it. Yep. Okay. So it hits then for five damage. Or we'll get attacked. And I realize I didn't pick a stance for him. Uh, but that'll miss him. And Aldor. Does a 15 hit you, Aldor? It does not. Okay. So deflected then. Perfect. And then... 
we've got some archers out back. Um, actually, I did say that um, we can't use bows in here, didn't I? So I will apply that to the enemies as well. And uh, we'll just get a few more folks attacking player heroes here. So Jun, you'll get another attack from a goblin. Which will miss. Wow, these guys are rolling a lot of Gandalfs, which is good. Hell yeah. Kelwin, uh, another, another 15. So that one is a great success. It'll hit you for 8 damage. And Aldor. Another knife attack. That one definitely hits, and you'll actually have to roll an armor check. A 16 with an Eye of Sauron. Uh, I rolled a 20 on the check. Uh, not a problem. So you'll just take the 5 endurance loss then from the strike. And Frazen, the orc leader Lecher, will attack you with his sword. Uh, you can actually see he's got uh, a great big black trench coat on and uh, a short sword in each hand. Does 13 hit you, Frazen? You're in defensive. It does I'd not. I'd say there's almost no yeah. way that could hit you. All right, no. so you managed to um, evade evade the attacks then. I imagine just like a, a nice uh, skilled series of burying uh, blades and that sort of thing. Clanking off the great shield. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Thor's fall will get an attack on the orc that's, uh, goblin that's engaged with him, but will miss. Dren. All right. I'm going to attack this guy right here, and that's 23 with a, like, better than great success. An extraordinary success. So what you do then is, uh, it's your weapon added damage, twice, right? and, yeah, add your body twice to that. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's gonna take, uh, what's, 8 plus 9? 17 damage. 17. You will kill him outright on your first yeah, attempt. Yeah, just, just, yeah, so my great spear just picks him up, and then like basically bisects him and then and then I throw the I uh, toss the spear to the side and throw the corpse sideways and stare at the intox intoxicated goblin but the whole time Dren's looking over his shoulder at Kelwin like nervously because she just got attacked twice okay um open Kelwin Kelwin is pretty pissed off because her cloak got sliced open and the cold wind is blowing at her, and she really doesn't like being cold. She's going to focus all her energy on swinging her spear as in a wide an arc as possible. I'm going to use both my success die, and I'm going to try a um, swift strokes on both these guys in front of me. Go for it. Oh, I can only use one. I'll use one then. That right? That's not right. I need to roll one more. Come on, do the thing! Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, that Damn that it. attack will completely miss. Uh, unfortunately, as it was a called shot, and you had no runes in your roll. So, Aldor, you're up. Uh, Aldor's gonna draw back his spear and try and poke the uh, guy on the right. Sure. Right in the chin with his spear. Uh, that's a 21, and it is Edge. Okay. Uh, what does he have to roll on his armor check? 14. And that was the inebriated one, or the other one? Uh, no, the one on the right. Okay. 
He got a 14, so he will beat it. But he will take the damage from that, which is? Uh, five. Five, you got it. Good hit, though. It was very, very nearly a, uh, a wound. Dark. And Frazen. And let's go for a maiming strike. On Letcher? Yep. Oh, he's a success die That's not gonna work. I go for a swing and miss. Okay. You get having a nice little back and forth with uh, with Letcher here. Not really able to get any advantage on each other. Uh, and Earl is going to attack. Do the only thing he can do, um, and attack the goblin he's engaged with with a sword. And he will miss. Uh, so Thor Thor's Vol, it's back to the enemy's turn. Anyone who wants to change stance at this point may. Thor's is gonna have another go at one of these goblins. Uh, and hits with a 22. Unfortunately, he also rolled an Eye of Sauron, which means that goblin will attempt a call shot on him on its turn. Jren um, uh, will get attacked. Sorry, I rolled for Thorosvall to attack, but it's actually the goblins attacking him. I apologize. <laughs> Let me actually roll the orc, raider, and the goblin and not Thorosvall. That's my bad. Uh, one of them hits. With an Eye of Sauron. So Thorosvall have to roll his armor. And we'll make it. So he will just take the damage on that. Okay, Dren, you'll get attacked by one goblin. 16? I assume a 16 hits Dren. Unless you have 10 parry. <laughs> My parry's only 5. Okay. So that will hit then with a great success. And uh, what's this, was this complication factored in? Oh, that's true. So the complication is uh, it adds another two. So it still won't matter. Okay, cool. Uh, so that is eight damage altogether. Sweet. Frozen, you'll get attacked by an orc raider as well, and adding. That's an inebriated one, so another two to his target number, and that will clearly miss with a nine. You're already in defensive. Kellen, you'll get attacked by two. One that has a complication. Won't matter. Uh, so the inebriated one is actually the one that hits. Uh, with that iron sword on, so please roll an armor check. Gets the target number 14. Twenty-three, great more, success. More than passes, yes. so you only take the five endurance loss then. And Earl will get attacked by Goblin, missing with a Gandalf. Aldor will get attacked by two. Only one of them hits, but it's a Ivesaur on again. So please roll an armor check. Target number fourteen. Uh, 
Uh, 17. Not a problem. Just take the five endurance loss, please. And Letcher will get another shot at phrasing here. And a 13. He's rolling really low. Phrasing's in defensive. Just yeah. buckling down and, and parrying uh, for all he's worth here. Okay, top of the round. Uh, back to Jiren. Sorry, back to me. I'm just going to go ahead and swing away really quickly. Okay. Uh, at this uh, inebriated orc right next to me. Goblin, rather. Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen will hit for sure. Awesome. So he's going to take nine damage. Nine. Not bad. Not quite enough to kill him, but you yeah, hurt him course. pretty badly. Okay, other people in forward. Are... That's what you get, you little butt. <laughs> You've caught him quite off guard. He's like staggering back, you know, he's barely aware of what even hit him, but he's like incredibly enraged at the same time. Kellen. I am gonna sing something about kill the orcs, kill them dead, and take their stinking ugly heads. Um, Beautiful. And I will try to heal people's, well, recover my endurance, rather. Um, I'm going to use the success die. Okay. On that, and where's my healing? There it is. Huh. Oh, yes, that's a 20 with a great success. Mm -hmm. um, so I believe that heals three endurance to everybody it does okay Aldor um, Aldor's once again gonna bring a spear back and try and hit the same same unintoxicated guy mm -hmm. uh, and that's an eight it misses yes okay Thor's ball will get a turn 13 will hit. So those well will manage to kill one of the goblins he's engaged with. With the spear that you loaned him. I can't remember who gave it to him. I think it might have been an Aldor, actually. And uh, defensive. Phrase it your turn. Yep. Another try at maiming strike. Oh, swing wide again. And another miss. Alright, so Earl is uh, just going to take another shot here. Just a regular shot with the sword. And he does pretty good there. There's a Gandalf you landed uh, with a extra or great success. 24 with one rune. The goblin will have to roll its armor. We only got one dice on there. Poor guy. Earl takes him out uh, with a wound. You just uh, see Earl's, uh, just in your peripheral, you just see Earl's sword uh, slicing through its throat as the goblin collapses. Yeah, he rolled a Gandalf, so Kelwin is checking out his excellent um, form. Yeah. 
Oh, it's glorious. He's uh, a young lord in uh, in his prime. He's fencing. He's he's not even he's not even sword fighting. He's fencing people. Yeah, he's uh, definitely showing showing off his skill here. It's actually kind of a cool combination of uh, fighting techniques. It's the very uh, precise Ethiod um, sword fighting techniques mixed in with the um, the more the uh, wilder Hillman style that he's learned from Dren. And that is the end of that round, which brings us to the enemy's turn again. Feel free to choose a different stance if you want. Uh, Earl is going to move out of his circle of engagement here because he's free to do that now because he's unengaged. And he's going to go help out Kelvin. Ah, good. Um, if I change my stance now, I can't change it back. Um, when it's my turn, correct? That's correct. Only at the top of each round. I guess I'm gonna stay here. Okay. Uh, so we'll go to enemy's turn then. One goblin will get to attack Thor's ball here. With a miss, Jan will also be attacked. With a miss, an eight. Uh Guys are rolling quite low. Frozen. Uh, 17 probably hits you, doesn't it? Does not actually. Does uh, not. My team's Ooh, 19. Okay. <laughs> That's really good because that was an extraordinary success. It would have been a bit Oof. of a bit of a hard hit. Uh, but you do manage to uh, remain in your defensive stance there. It just parry his uh, oncoming attacks. Kellen, one of these will attack you for a nine, which misses, and the other one will attack Earl. For 15, which hits. Uh, and that's actually a great success, so a little more damage on that one. Then Aldor, two of them will attack you. This one has its disadvantage, so it's actually a. Um, 13? Uh, 13, yeah. Which I assume misses? Uh, yes, that misses. Mm -hmm. And the other one, an 11. You're good. Jules. Okay. Dren, back to you. All right. Fifteen. Yep, that hits. So you managed to 90, 90, little one. goblin. Yep, it's definitely dead. Seeing that Earl has moved in to help Kelwin, uh, Dren relaxes a little bit and jumps into the fray with Frazen. Okay. Let's go, you big, ugly, cloaked butthead. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, he, he just looks back on you. Um, the, the big guy uh, looks back at you from under his hat, just casting a, a light uh, shadow across his face in the torchlight. So, helping your little lordling, then. It'll do you no good. This pile of dung is not my lordling. I know a lordling when I see one. He's actually pointing his blade toward Earl. Oh, nice save, you idiot. Okay, uh, over to Earl then, who's now in forward. He is going to use his sword. And he does land a pretty decent hit there with a 21. 
but it does not make edge. Okay, open Kelwin. Singing the song of my peeps. Which this round is something like um see here. Healing. That's a fail, that's a six. It is, yeah. So you're also Um I can actually make um, it past. The, 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 healing, the healing song is song or inspire. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're That's the, right. You're the healing. So um <laughs> oh, the same dice. Yeah, same amount of dice anyway. I'm so going to hope it so it passes, please. Okay. Even that six? That hit. Yes, even at six it'll pass. Okay. It's pretty good. I have um it's favorite and I've got eight in that. So that is a is that just a one? That's two. That's two. two to everybody. Yeah. Which is good because I need that. Okay, so open uh, also Aldor. Uh, once again, same old thing. Aldor's still trying to stab this first guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 19 and that's Edge. Edge? Okay. And five damage, I assume? Uh, yes, five damage. Okay, so it does kill him. Uh, because they only have 10 endurance, but I will roll his uh, armor just in case you want to narrate an injury. Yeah, that uh, he rolled a 7 on his armor, so that definitely kills him with a wound. Uh, so Aldo brings his spear back and he's aiming right at the center of the Zork's chest. He slips it and it slips between two ribs and uh, cracks his spine right at the back of his body before he brings it back oh, out. Oh man, the inebriated guy beside him just throws up immediately. Uh, okay. Uh, Thorsval is also an open, which means he will get an attack on the goblin he's engaged with. It's an c- extraordinary success. And he will kill it outright with that attack. So it's just, um, the orc's kind of stumbling around. This is one of the inebriated ones, so it's not really steady on its feet. And it looks like Thurzvall is going to miss, but the orc just accidentally stumbles right into, like, where the spear is going. uh, And it just pierces its forehead with this sickening crack of bone. Okay, defensive is Frazen. Uh, looking over to Dren, it's like, uh, took you long enough to finish those two. Be careful with this one, though. It's a little tougher. Um, and I'll uh, use Protect Companion, and I'll just bring out Lecher. There's a 15 hit. I'm going to say no, but let me double check just for sure. It does not. Okay, I will spend a hope to add 9 to that. Then it does hit. Add. Right, and it'll do... Uh, it's 10 damage. You got it. And Letcher's been hit for the first time. Is uh, What, are you using a sword there? Yep, so your longsword just... Yep, longsword. 
pierces into his shoulder and uh, gives a cry of pain and staggers back a little bit. Uh, he grabs the um, uh, the back of the uh, uh, inebriated goblin who's standing with him and just pulls him in front of himself as a shield. Okay. I'm uh, going over to the orc's turn then. Uh, Thorisval will be able to engage with somebody else here. He's actually going to go help out Kelwin and Earl here. And the orcs will attack. So, Drun, you'll get attacked first. By this little goblin. 15 hits. Well, that was Frazen's attack. He didn't attack you. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that misses. I got I got 12. Yeah, Cohen, you're not sure what those falls with Jared says. Okay, uh, so that 10 misses. Letcher will attack Frazen. Just uh, with one sword, he's using the other arm to shield himself with another goblin. And a 14 will miss. Okay. Uh, Thor's ball will get attacked by a goblin. And another hit. And that one's actually quite damaging on Frazen. It's a great... 15 with a great success. Okay. You can tell Thor's ball's getting hit pretty hard here. He's been hit uh, three times. Some of them by some um, pretty big attacks there. And uh, Earl will get attacked as well. But we'll miss with a four with a Gandalf rune there. Alder, you've only got one engaging with you, so he's going to try attacking you with a knife. And it's a 14. Does it miss? It misses, okay. Uh, switch your stance if you like. And. As long as Dren, you're staying in forward there, then you'll get the first attack this round. Uh, I'm always forward because I am a, a wildman. Um, so here we go. I'm of course going to attack uh, Leatherhead here. Yeah, go for it. That eleven misses. I will. Uh, I'll hope that up to a. But you know what? I'll leave that alone because if I hope it, it still misses. So, I'll oh, take you know my, what? I'll take you're in, I apologize. You're in forward. That hits. Oh, I forgot the forward adds things to my attack. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, it just means your target number is 16 plus his parry instead of like 12 plus his parry from defensive. So, all right, what's the damage there? Um, that's only that's only nine damage though. Okay. Still pretty decent. Yeah. Great spears do that. You made him bleed. You really did. I made him bleed. Okay. Open. Good job, leather hat. You bleed just like any other goblin. First of all, it's gonna try to attack. That's gonna be a pretty nice hit there, and he's going to be able to take out this inebriated one. Uh, so it's a 19 with great success. Kellen. Um, 
I am going to sing the song of my peoples again. Because I don't think I'm going to hit if I try to attack. Definitely just uh, fell into the healing healer role this battle, Kelvin. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's totally not because you whooped on her way early in this battle. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Kill the orcs with stabby stab. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so uh, that's 20 with a great successor. We can have back three endurance that they've lost. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that was in three. forward, so he actually gets an attack early on as well. So let's roll for him. He will not manage to finish off the last orc he's, engaged with the three. He's in, fo- he's in forward, though. Doesn't oh, he, does he get better? Correct. You're right, he does hit and kills it. It's almost dead anyway, uh, so uh, that will be the finishing blow for that particular orc. Or Earl just, uh, well, Cohen's just like hanging back, singing and healing. Earl uh, very heroically uh, jumps in front of her, debuffing an attack that uh, this goblin was about to attempt and slays it in a single blow. Yeah, Kelwin suddenly doesn't feel cold anymore, even with all the, 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 you know, her cloak being tatters. She suddenly feels very warm. Perfect. Okay, Aldor. Uh, having taken down that first guy, Aldor's gonna sort of switch his grip on the uh, spear and stop going for thrusts. He's gonna try and slash uh, at this, this goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh... Come on, everyone else is hitting things. I want to hit something. I'm going to add my hope to that 9, which would take it to a 17. 17 will hit. <laughs> that's a great success. So how much damage does it do? Uh, so that's 10 damage. 10? They have 10, exactly, endurance, so you'll kill it. Yes, he just slashes a spear across its throat. Yeah. Uh, nice, quick and efficient. You can see that Thoros fall. He was kind of about to saunter over to where you are with this really sarcastic expression on his face about how many of these he's managed to kill and you've only killed one, and then you drop that one in front of you as he's doing that. And uh, Aldo okay. just gives him a wink, seeing the smile. <laughs> and Frazen. Another protect companion on Druin. The swing. That'll miss bad. Nate Sauron. It does miss bad, which means that he will also get called shot on you next turn. Okay, top of the round. Feel free to change stances, and if you're unengaged, a third person could take up that last circle of engagement with Letcher and the one goblin left. Um, if no one else does, I want to. <laughs> so you said it's not possible to um, to make any uh, ranged attacks in this small space, correct? Well, now that you've killed off so many of them, there's quite a lot more space. So I'd say if somebody who's unengaged wants to go into rearward now, then they'd be free to do so. Cool, thanks. Okay. So the top of the round then, Letcher is going to open things up by... He's actually going to attack Tren. He has had very bad luck getting through Frazen's defenses. I don't think he's landed a single hit. Which is unfortunate, because he can do some stuff if he does lend a hit. So here we go. Can I move my set to uh, block the entrance or the exits? You sure can. Yay. Thanks. 
17 That'll drain. definitely hit me. That'll definitely hit ah, me. I'll Perfect. burn a hope and jump in front of it. Were you protecting companion? I was. Oh, you okay. did say. Alright yeah. then. Uh, and does that hit you? Does not. Okay, so that will uh, deflect it then and he won't get to use his extra attack. Uh, so, all right, Dren, you're you've you've been kept safe by your by your good friend Frazen over there. It looked like it was gonna be a nasty one. Well, looks like I need to owe you by killing this badass, right? All right, the sooner the better, yeah. Okay, the goblin's right there because he's being dragged around by Letcher, so he's gonna try to get an attack on Dren um, after uh, Letcher's blow gets deflected. And that six will miss. Yeah, he's, yeah, well. He's really having trouble on his feet here. He's getting dragged around by Letcher. He's still drunk. All his friends are dead. He's trying to escape, and Letcher keeps trying to pull him in front of him as a shield. Okay, top of the round. People in forward start. Actually, Earl's gonna uh, be in open here so he can sing. Uh, Letcher's dead. Just so you know. <laughs> Sir? One more time? Oh, I was just going to say, let, Letcher's dead because I, I rolled for my attack because I thought I was first and forward. Oh, okay. Did you did you not get an attack this round? Uh, I do attack this round. Okay. I've... So, I do I do a 26 with a, with a better than good great success whatever that's called extraordinary success it is and i and i do 10... i do i do 14 plus 9 damage which is 23 damage to letcher and they just run him through with my great sphere i pin him to the back wall and cut him in half how do you know that kills him it's 23 damage dog <laughs> <laughs> you know how much insurance he has I don't. It's 23 damage. It would have killed me. That's why I'm assuming, like, outright it would have killed me. That's why I'm assuming it kills him. Is that 10, um, edge? Uh, yes, I believe it is. And how much does he have to roll on, it, on his, uh, how, what's your injury on that weapon? 16. 16? Let me roll it up for you. It's a 22. So okay. he manages to avoid an injury, but you in fact do that. That is the rest of his health. Uh, so that's your narration then? You just pin him up in the wall? On the wall? I pin him up in the wall, yeah. I just pin him up to the wall and then leave my great great spear there. And I turn to the goblin that's drunk and I'm just going to like, just leave. He is going to try to leave. He's got to try to make it past Kellen, though. He's blocking the exit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do I bad luck today, I guess. <laughs> and this is going to be at a complication as well because he is drunk. It's an eight minus two, so he rolled a six there. He just trips and falls on his face. <laughs> I'd like to be duetting with Earl if I can, please, while just like, you know, one hand out, just stiff arming this guy, and he just like face plants into my hand. Sure, that's fine. And um, does anyone want to finish this goblin off, or are you just gonna let him panic and flounder and keep trying to escape? I uh, I offer an arm to yeah. take Frazen's large ass shield so Frazen can finish him because I know Frazen's been holding the front line forever. Okay, go for it. Ah, much obliged. It just simple downward thrust into the skull with two hands. 
No problem. I'm not going to make you roll for that because it's uh, impossible to mess there. Just like foot on him, pulling him down. He's not going anywhere. And a little squishy noise finishes off in this combat. Um, and you see Letcher just kind of like, not quite dead, just like up against the wall, pinned, grabbing this uh, great spear, trying to yank it out of his out of his chest and pull himself free from the wall, just glaring down at all of you. You think this is the end? This isn't the end. There's so, so much more planned for you. <laughs> and then... Hey, Earl! He dies from his last breath. Hey, Earl, how many times have we heard orcs say ominous, threatening things as we killed them? Was this number th number 15? I think it's, it's the standard way they die. I wonder where they get it from. Seems an odd thing to do. Is everybody okay? I saw Kelwin looks okay. Aldor, you look pretty pretty rough. You okay? Uh, no rougher than when we started the fight. I'm fine. Yeah, Kelwin is really fine. She's just singing a little. Kill the orcs with stabby stabs. Kill the orc and take his hat. As she like hops around looking at stuff in the room. Amazing. That's pretty crazy. I felt like. I just, I felt like you were pretty hurt, and now you look fine. Oh, nothing a good song can't fix. That's what's wild to me. You are truly a blessing. Except I'll... him. She points at a throws ball. <laughs> I'll rip He doesn't my... seem to like my songs very much. Rip my great spear yeah. out of uh, Letcher's torso. Yeah, and drop he, <laughs> just big coat, big hat, just falls to the ground in a in a big flump. I'll take the hat. <laughs> you sure can. It smells awful. That's fine. I'll wash it later. It's a great big so wide-brimmed leather hat. Is the leather human leather? You don't know what kind of leather it is. It's dark I'm gonna black. leave the I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the hat alone. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It doesn't look like it's astonishingly great quality anyway. It's just you know practical. Gross. It's just gross. It's, I get it's you. It's also gross. Yeah. Um, Can I look around the room real quick? Sure. Have a, have a look around the room. Are you looking for anything in particular, or just kind of generally? Maybe just missives on the orcs' persons or um. Anything of value on them. Okay. Information and coin. That probably requires a search roll. Yeah, you come up with nothing. Yeah, no what? That's a nine. You know what? My hope's not going to help that. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to do anything in the town hall? As you can see, the uh, townspeople slowly and very cautiously like moving out onto the street from their homes like doors opening up heads poking outside they've obviously heard a commotion going on from the hall um my lord it's pretty cruel and um on Athen like but uh, uh if my people were to catch um the shit going on like what's going on here we'd definitely put that guy up on a spear in front of the town 
Uh, that one there, like, is a warning to other orcs. Aye. Wait. It's not exactly... Well, I suppose... He could serve some use to us by serving as an example. What do the rest of you think? Yes. Is this not the way the savages handle their victories? Few points. One, we're not savages. Two, if we leave them as a warning, some may see it as a threat and to attack this town that no longer has protection. Yeah, I might enrage them. I mean, my lord, we're going to station Eothid here, right? Warriors? I, riders? I see no way around it. This town has been a target, and we don't understand why it needs to be protected. The other th thing we can do is offer them amnesty in Framsburg. Can I try to uh, put myself in the shoes of an orc or a goblin and oh. see what it might feel like to see that body and a head on a spike outside? Roll right, right, could I, uh, with enemy lore orcs, also do the same? Aha, with enemy lore orcs, you just know. Um, it would keep away the smaller raiding parties, but won't mean anything to um, an intentional invasion. Yeah. In fact, for uh, if for any any orcs um, rising in the ranks that um, that knew that particular leader. Um, succeeding where he had failed could be a, a challenge that would earn them respect. Yeah, let's uh, not put up the body, just inspiring more people to try and take his place. Alright, that sounds fine to me. I'm just, you know, I don't know much about this, but I was thinking of how uh, my dad would have handed, handled it, but no big deal there. Um, looking around the village, does it look like they have anything left here to make a living with? It's kind of hard to see beyond the immediate area, uh, but you don't imagine so. Like, all of their horses have been killed, and, and the Ethiod build their life off of using horses as their tools. Ah. <sighs> So, uh... She's going to uh, actually approach Earl in a more formal way. My lord, these people have had their horses slaughtered. I do not think they have any way of maintaining any life out here. Might be best to move them to Framsburg. There are already so many refugees, but... I was thinking the same thing, I must admit. Perhaps, Cohen, when we get back, I we might consider uh, some sort of uh, official uh, office, some sort of position for, for managing the influx of refugees. Uh, maybe you yourself would consider leadership in that role. Ah. Uh, huh. Well, my father has uh, insisted that I take on more responsibilities as the next lord. I, I don't see why uh, my closest friends and advisors shouldn't do the same. 
Does this mean I get to sit in a nice warm room? Warm as you like. We'll have an office with a fireplace for you. Ah. Well, help some people sit by a fire. Sounds good. It's agreed, then. Only if I can still go wandering about with you lot. Well, I would insist upon it. Well, alright. Smiles. Winks. Very well. And then remembers herself and blushes and turns away. Of course, it will be the decision of these folk whether or not they want to come, but considering their livelihood is destroyed, at least for the winter, it makes sense to host them in Framsburg. Can I have a quick look around to see if there's the um, caravan or any of the medicine we're looking for? Roll search. Okay. Um, we look yeah. for, you do find some things. Um, you find crates that uh, look like they're traveled. Uh, looks like they've been maybe broken up a little bit through harsh treatment. And you do find inside them many of the items described that uh, had gone missing from the caravan. Uh, I'd wave all over when I find it. I think these may have come from the missing caravan. There might be more around here. That looks like quite a lot. Uh, that's very good, Aldor. Uh, perhaps the rest of you can take a look around as well. I find some sort of blanket or something that doesn't stink like orc. Um, and I wrap it around me and invoke keen-eyed to look around, please. Keen-eyed. I'd say you still have to roll. But, because uh, uh, some of the things that can't really be found with just, like, scanning with keen eyes, they're sort of, like, you know, hidden a bit. So, uh, go ahead and roll... Um... Would it be possible for me to try to um, analyze the pattern and roll an insight instead? Be more like a riddle to analyze patterns. Well, riddle or search doesn't really matter. They're both crap. So let me just try either roll one, a, I guess. Roll a riddle at a 12. <laughs> oh, that's a Sauron. <laughs> that's a knife Sauron, yeah. Yeah, you really that can't make uh, any sense of uh, the way these orcs are behaving and how they conduct themselves. They have, seems to have no organization or reason to it. Yeah, I give up. I'm hungry. I'm going to go rustle up some firewood and maybe, like, you know, get everybody and gather them around and start getting some sort of dinner or something together. Sure, you can absolutely do that. If you want to start um, practicing your, uh, your um, new appointment to office already, just managing the sure. locals, sure. So Kelwin removes herself from uh, the hall to talk to the people and and explain to them um, Earl's offer and uh, starts getting, you know, fires and food and things like that going. Uh, and there actually is a little bit of food in the supplies. Uh, Earl doesn't seem to have a problem with uh, giving giving it to the people here instead of uh, bringing it to its intended destination anyone um, else want to have a look around at all 
I think Dren very quickly after they took care of Letcher would have moved to one of the towers, the watchtowers, mm -hmm. and just overlooked the village and made sure that there were no running away goblins or straggling orcs into the uh, surrounding countryside to tell tale of what happened. And if there was, he would, you know, basically go on a uh, out of his way to hunt them down to make sure that there were no there was no tale of what happened here no problem it is in a valley so it's hard to tell if anything's escaped uphill or anything like that but uh from where you're standing in the watchtower you certainly don't see anything running from the village okay, nothing my awareness would have seen because i'm fairly good at that no okay cool thanks Earl's having a pretty concentrated look through the crates, definitely looking for something specific. Um, didn't anybody else want to have... Uh, yeah, we need to look for medicine. Investigate the surroundings or, or the, uh, the hall or anything else. Um, Elder's just going to keep looking for the, the, the medicine until Earl gives up. Um, okay. Earl finds it soon enough. There's not too many crates, so it's only a matter of just like opening opening them up one by one. And he pulls open a, a crate um, that looks like it has uh, some vials filled with each of them filled with uh, tea leaves. And uh, he gets this look of relief. Whew. Found it. I was worried there for a second that it was lost or destroyed or worse. Uh, Thorosval looks over at the, um, um, the medicine with, uh, wide eyes and says, eh, Wergmint, what you want that for, then? Ah, oh, well, it's a uh, medication um, for uh, my father, you see. He's uh, had, had a bit of... Oh, you couldn't, couldn't give Wergment as a medication, then. Why would you want to do that? Well, I've given him to it for quite a while now. Um... Why? Did you know something about it? Yeah. We're going to take a medication. The hill people, we use it as a, uh, for a temporary burst of energy in battle, but it's used very sparingly. They say each drop you drink removes a year from your life. Taps his chest a few times, ruins the lungs in particular. So I wouldn't recommend giving that to no one for medication. Just more of a berserker rage in the heat of combat. One might make you feel better for a minute, but in the long run, only does you does you dirty. Earl's just got this like look of green white across his face.
I think about now, Dren comes back. Yeah. Uh, Francis is going to go up to him and just kind of grab him by his collar and just be like, you need to tell me your master's been poisoning him? <laughs> My master? You got a small freaking. Thursbro looks genuinely, like, distressed. Tell me you don't know about this. Just think about it for a second. If I knew about it, what would I tell him? Look, Frazen. Unhand him. He's helped us. He's been transparent. I guess you're just as much of a fool as everybody else. Uh, me? Yeah, sure. Say whatever Not you, you want. <laughs> Look. I am a fool in many ways. But I've also helped in many ways. And I'll prove it to you. Look. You can see where Thorosfall has been, like, uh, going through the uh, pockets and things of the orcs. He uh, pulls aside the big black coat of the uh, orc leader and uh, on he like points toward at its chest and you can see scar tissue. Uh, old and healed now, but pretty clearly in the hourglass shape of Gardred's family. This orc has sworn allegiance. I don't know where this is from, but this is a mark of allegiance. What? Are you freaking kidding me? Well, you know this. Isn't that Gartred's mark? I know Gartred is. Does appear that way. Why is he working with orcs? Who in the right mind would work with orcs? Wildling shirt. He gestures to throw his wall and not himself. But orcs? Well, looks like a lot of you have got some things to sort out. Earl, Earl, orcs, man. Uh, yeah, Earl's just like in a state of shock right now. He's just realized he's been poisoning his own father. Um. He's quite like, seems like he's got conspirators within the, you know, uh, uh, within the closest advisors to the king. Uh, uh, it's a moment where, where Earl's, he's just speechless. His world is just completely, you know, totally different from what he thought it was. It's like a moment of broken innocence for him. Uh, Dren doesn't waste a moment, kind of walks over and grabs Earl by both of his shoulders and kind of shakes him. Like, not not super hard, but not gently. And just goes, look. Gartred is the person you learned this medicine would help your father from, right? Or that's the person you learned that medicine works from, right? Alright, I learned that from Africa. He's... Right, well, African also, I don't know, Gardred is also working with these orcs. Who's to say that African also doesn't have interest in your father being dead? Look, Earl, we need to go back and set things straight. You don't have time to be lost. You're right, you're right, we do. 
but what do you recommend? What should we do? We 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 bring this body back with us. I'll carry it the whole way if I need to. Well, we've got horses. I don't think you need to do that. I'm just saying. I'd be willing. Kelwin is going to come in at safety. this moment, if possible, and just stumble in on the conversation. Dren, why are you trying to bring that whole stinking body back? That hat is not that cool. I just point. I just put the tip of my spear, and it's in, in the skin right next to the mark of Gargent's house. Why does an orc have this brand, Kelwin? Blank look for a second, and then like everything starts to slowly click together, and then she just looks uh, white and just aghast. What? Uh, That's what I'm uh, saying. I can't believe there's more to this than I can't believe there's not more to this than what we're seeing. Godred has served faithfully for many years to my father. He's never had any provocation. There's been no indication that he uh, could possibly do such a thing. We have right, a snake in the south. The deadliest snakes are the most patient. We might be taking this too much at face value. Think about it. If um, if African is the one behind it, he could have been the one to sear the sigil into that orc there to frame Gargid. There, you see? So, Godred is not a traitor. That's a, that's a little yeah, that's a little far. We have evidence that suggests Gardred's a traitor. At this we point, have we're just guessing. How about we take get a cart, we put the body on it, we take the women and children and the people of this town back. We can question Gardred and Othrican when we get there. Yes. Is there a way we could use that body? Also, and she like kind of prods it with her foot to trick Gardred into perhaps Perhaps the body could be standing in his doorway, and perhaps he'd reveal something before he knew it was us. Um, Dren is going to walk over to Throw's Wall now, and cut him free. Sure. Um, I say what now? We're being all trusting with one another. Well, you're free now. I mean... You've upheld your bargain. You helped us out here in this town. Go back to your people, I guess. Just don't go raiding on our lands. I never raid lands. Only the carts. African tells me to. But all right, <sighs> fair you... enough. Do you need to go back to African? I'm not sure that we like him either right now. Tell you what, why don't I give it a winter? I'll go back to my people, tell them what I've seen here, be honest about what it looks like, uh, African's been up to, and uh, let you get things sorted out, and when I come back, we'll see where things sit. If that's the best you can do, sure. I would prefer you said you just move southward towards the troll shawls and never look back. 
Well, thing is, I'm a bit of a family man, and I've got a lot of family right here. But I do thank you for your for honouring your side of the agreement. Broad smile, generous uh, bow and nod, and he begins making his way out of the village. He grabs a few things from the uh, the pile of loot uh, in like a, a sheet as a sack and throws it over his back. Little salute as he exits the doorway. Yeah, I, may I ch just invoke Keenite to have a glance over at whatever he took? Sure. Uh, it wasn't uh, anything like he didn't really have a great look uh, to look for anything specific. He just kind of like grabbed handfuls from crates and checked it in. It's like candelabras, silverware, some jewelry. Why do I feel like we're going to be a lot better off without him around? You know, now that he's gone, I do wonder why he instantly went to... Oh, I know where that sigil is on his body. Yeah, I mean, regardless, Garjan's sigil is on the body, but maybe you're right. Maybe this has to do with Ulfriken and uh, Garjan. Let's, let's go try to suss it out, I guess. Sure. There, there are several carts here. Uh, not like uh, the agricultural tools and things like that haven't been destroyed. It was just the horses that were killed and some buildings burned and that sort of thing. We so, can put uh, the women and children on the carts with the stuff, but there are wolves prowling outside, I believe. You might need to take care of them first. Does anybody have any male or wolves? No. Okay. Um, Eldar roll or a riddle? I have, be I have beast lore. A oh, beast lore. That'll be fine. Um, with beast lore, there's no way wolves would attack a large caravan of riders. We're safe from wolves as long as, uh, we don't have, like, you know, we children and, like, sick and elderly trailing behind our caravan. Uh -huh. It really seems like the wolves are just hoping, like, you know, sort of understanding the situation and hoping that there'd be just the occasional couple of people trying to escape together in the cover of darkness or whatever. But they're not going to launch an attack against a caravan with armed riders. So, uh, talking to the people, you managed to get a caravan together. Um hooking up hor what horses you have to carts and things like that. Horses that are unaccustomed to pulling loads, but uh, deal with it anyway. And uh, the people are... Some are reluctant to leave and have to be convinced. But, um, you know, just reminding them it's only for the winter and, and we'll send you back with supplies to get you set up and going and at builders and guards. Um, you do manage to empty out the town and get a convoy going back to Framsburg. Everybody go ahead and roll in awareness, please. Hey, uh, Bernie. Um, oh, I rolled a 17. Okay, who's going first <laughs> out of all that? Um, Can I invoke Kenai for the awareness? Probably not for this particular one. 
I was going to ask, um, is, uh, remember we saw a bunch of orcs on top of the hill? Yes. Do we think this was them? Um, it could be. Their traveling gear was reminiscent of what, um, Letcher was wearing. Okay, thanks. Those were riding horses, right? They were riding horses, yes. Okay. That would solve the mystery, I guess, if they stole horses. Okay, so from those rolls, it looks like uh, Dren is the only one who passed with a Gandalf there. Dren... While you're uh, while you're observing Earl um, taking medication and, and um, out of the uh, crates that were left from the carts, you saw him uh, pull aside this really nondescript wooden box and open it up. It was filled with hay, but there was something glassy, completely circular, and uh, glowing this kind of really weird red color. And he really—it's a—it's about—it's uh, a size that you can you can hold it between two open palms. Um, looks quite heavy. You saw him wrap it up in a cloth really quickly, um, trying to make sure no one was watching and stuff it into his pack. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mean, of course, at some point during the ride when. You know, we are all naturally spread out. I would fall back to have a quick word with them. Sure. Yeah, uh, you do that. He, he thinks nothing of it. You ride beside him pretty often. Dren, hey. how did you... Uh, how did you... Uh, you handled yourself well today. Uh, you act like I don't handle myself well every day. Yeah, just take the compliment, my friend. And the techniques that you showed oh. me proved quite useful as well. That's what I was going to say. You fought like a hillman. I am trying my best. Uh, it seems more suited, uh, better suited to combat with these orcs. I seem to be able to anticipate their movements better now. Here's the thing. Goblins and orcs, when they got you on the back foot is when they're the scariest. When you put your best foot forward, get in their face and scream as you kill them. They don't know how to handle it. Yeah, so I'm uh, beginning to understand. Well, you handled, yourself, you handled yourself incredibly well. I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. And uh, when I do start uh, appointing all my friends prestigious positions of office, uh, uh, I am thinking very hard about what position I'd like to give you, Dren. I imagine it will be oh. training the young... Uh, Our young lads in uh, in these techniques you want me to train the young ones i think i do i up for it <laughs> could you imagine me with a bunch of little soft aethid kids i can imagine you making them into hard warriors of the eth yard i could i could i could imagine them just sitting there and Scratching their asses while they listen to me scream and wondering why their parents sent them off to hell. They might do that for a while. 
but they'll be grateful for the instruction when they're facing off against the likes of those goblins. Fair and enough. It, and it seems that none of us are likely to escape combat. The villages are pressed harder and harder. Framsburg can only accept so many refugees. Well, it is a good city. Your forefathers did great. I've never known luxuries like you have here in Framsburg, but, you know, like you said, there's only so far a willow can bend before it will break, right? I've been thinking about what kind of city Framsburg is for a while myself now. Well, it's true that no oak has breached its gates before, yet. Partially, that's because there's only one way in, but the problem is, there's only one way out. Against a big enough force, not even sure the walls and gates of Framsburg could stand forever. And then what would no. we do if we're trapped on that rock? Nowhere to go. Large siege. That's a, that is a uh, defensive problem for Framsburg. I didn't come here to talk to you about Framsburg, though, my lord. Oh? How are you doing? You learned... You've been poisoning your father... And I know that's not easy news. Possibly Gardred is a betrayer. I must admit I am anxious, but I'm also anxious to discover what can be done and whether or not it's too late to help Father. Why did you hide what you picked up in those that package? I showed everyone the medicine. That's not what I'm talking about. The red thing. The thing between your palms. The thing you hid in that napkin. Ah, uh, you saw that. Of course I saw that. I'm of always watching you. Did. I should have known better. Of course, you're always watching out for me, Dren. That, I don't know what it is. But, uh, before we left, Arthurkan asked me to look out for it. Said it was a large glass orb. It could be glowing a uh, red color. And uh, wouldn't tell me why, but he said it would be the only payment he would accept for smuggling the medication from my father so far north. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, African wants it very, very badly. So I thought it best to perhaps keep safe and secret, at least for the time being. We need to confront him then, because the medication he's been smuggling for your father is poison. And whatever that orb is, if it's so necessary to him, is probably powerful or magical or something, you know? Well, you're quite right on all those counts, Dren. Whatever it is, he will, I assure you, he will not get his hands on it. I can only imagine whatever it is, he's got some sort of ill and dark purpose for it. Good. I'm glad we're of like mind. That person seems hardly trustworthy. Dren, I'm not going to give the person who's been poisoning my father in secret, using me, the thing that he wants most in the world. No, 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 I think more high of you than that, I'm just... I'm speaking in outrage more than I'm speaking in convincing you to do something else, you know? The moment we get back, I'm setting the guards to the Undercity. They will clear it out and bring Offerkin to the to the Hall for judgment. Well, I would love us part of that 
retinue of guards clearing out the Undercity. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. How many guards has Ophicum corrupted? We might be well sending a regiment of his friends down to greet him and warn him. Holy crap, I hadn't even thought of that. I might have been just walking arm in arm with the enemy. I do not like that whatever Ophicum's done, he's got us distrusting all of our allies. What's worse? What if Garchard and Ophicum are on the same side? That's topside power and underside power at the same time. I had considered that as, as well. Perhaps there is no bottom to this conspiracy, whatever it is. If their goal was to cause us to mistrust our own, they've succeeded. Um, I hate to suggest it, my lord, but maybe we should speak to Theodos and Guthor. Their well, you father. Didn't them too, do you? No, no, no. It's quite the opposite. The them. Quite the opposite. I think that if their father was up to something suspicious, they might know, and then we could kind of rectify Gardred's stance. You think the best thing to do is uh, to try to turn Gardred's own children against him? No, just to just to talk to them and just ask them if he's been. Conducting himself strangely as of late, you know, just kind of cast a net. I suppose it can't hurt. Wherever we can get information, well, our before we, conventional before we sources act. are uh, no, no longer trustworthy. We must look to other places. I also find myself in, well, at least Theodos' semi-good graces lately. Oh, how did that come about? I didn't, um, to be honest, I uh, didn't think that she liked you particularly well. She doesn't, but she's understood that I'm... Um, in some ways, we're of like mind. Well, that sounds ominous. Why does it sound ominous? I don't know. There's something strange about it and unsettling. I can't quite put don't, my finger on it. Don't... <laughs> he just starts laughing. Don't be unsettled, my lord. It's nothing devious or uh, below board or anything you need to worry about. It's just kids being kids. We're no longer you know, children, though, Dren. We, we both learned that we have a particular disdain for certain people and partu partu particular um, likes for certain people and um, there's a little bit of a relationship forming. That's all. <laughs> if you say so, Dren, when we get back, we shall drink to mutual disdain and the relationships that breeds. That sounds dark. You shouldn't be speaking that way. I'm a hillman. I can say that shit as much as I want. You gotta be like, oh, everything's flowers and dandies, and I love bees and my people. That's how you gotta talk. Well, Dren, you can't expect to spend this much time with me and not be an influence. Perhaps. Don't be. Don't become too wild, though. Just wild enough to be smart. And he winks at him, and then kind of leads his horse further ahead again. Okay. So the trip back is 
fairly slow. A lot of people are walking. Most of you are walking as well because your horses are pulling carts. Um, caring for the people is a bit rough. A lot of them have been underfed for several days and um, you gotta make frequent stops to care for, for uh, sick and injured people. But, Can uh, I use this time to... Um... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Can I use this time to figure out what we can do with them during the winter? Uh, how it can be most efficient to have them over there? Uh, trying to okay. get some... Did you want to roll something? Um, I... I think the what I what I would like most to do is um just have a look around like think about the society that the Ethiad have and um kind of get some some ideas of what these people just watching them going about their daily lives what these people will be suited for. They're mostly farmers. They've got skills. There's there's you know people among them who have different skills like there's a smith and bakers and that sort of thing. They're just pretty common townsfolk. There's nothing special about them. So there's not really that kind of work in Framsburg right now. It's a problem of a, a city overcrowded with refugees. But if you wanted to make some kind of role to, um, you know, um, figure out how they could be made to feel useful while they're in Framsburg or, or something like that, you can. Yeah, solve the overcrowding problem or something. Maybe right. they could be set on building more. Oops, I accidentally rolled that. Uh, what do you want me to roll? I think a riddle would probably be your best there, but I think you got two dice in riddle anyway, right? Just the one. Just the one? Okay, so it's just a three then. And I'm still wary, so yeah. never mind. All right, um, it's a pretty tough problem. You're probably not going to solve a massive refugee crisis on your way back home. Ah, oh, one can try. It was maybe right, a little thanks. bit of a high expectation. Um, that's alright though. When you get back to Framsburg, the gates uh, swing open for their lord. The guards look somber. The town is quiet. It's really eerie. It's like a, almost a dead silence. The torches are lit. Snow is falling gently. But there's no one in the streets. The refugees seem unsettled, and uh, they're kind of looking around nervously. They're silent as well. Some of them haven't even been to Framsburg before, so they're taking in the sights, but, you know, clearly they're aware that there should be more people around, especially in an overcrowded city. As you're uh, walking... Um, while you're still, you can see the keep, uh, but while you're still fairly far off, um, a rider comes to greet you, uh, having seen you coming, and says, My lord, my lord, you must come quickly. What is it? I'm afraid it's your, your father. While all of you are gone, you must come. Uh, Earl's got this 
very concerned, uh, very hollow look on his face. And uh, he unhitches a horse and, and rides forward. Uh, by the time the rest of you get to the keep, Earl is uh, on his knees, just like this, just fallen, like, uh, or on his, um, he's sitting, but like leaning against the stone entrance, and um, Gardred is there with his hand on his shoulder, uh, trying to console him. And uh, when the rest of you arrive, Gardred looks up to you and, and says, my friends, I have terrible news. While all of you were gone, and whatever it was you were doing, I certainly hope it was worth it. The Lord was trying to tame the beast that you named Felloroth, and was killed. He was kicked by the beast, and did not awaken. The horses escaped into the wilderness, and the Lord is dead. Dren very, very seriously stares Gordrin in the face and goes, I wouldn't necessarily phrase what we're doing, saving refugees um, that were attacked by orcs and, and imprisoned, um, and consider that like what kids mucking about. So, Gordrin. Sir, would you please can the attitude for a moment and recognize that my my lord here is in suffering and perhaps not speak with such a judgmental tone at this moment, sir. I'd appreciate it. As you like. The lord died two days ago now. We waited as long as we could. If you wish to attend his wake, you must come now. In accordance with his wishes, unlike his forebearers, he is to be burned in a pyre. His ashes to ride the winds and be free in these wild lands. There's wisdom in that, to be free instead of entombed. Earl's tears in his eyes. He used what he wanted. He wanted... Do you remember the story he told? The way Mother died? He believed if he could be burned, his ashes, his ashes would join her somewhere in these winds. Then that's what we'll do. Earl, let's go. Your father suffered long enough. Time to let him free. You follow Gardred to the back of the keep, um, where the uh, uh, the king's garden is. There's a large pyre built up in the snow. The body of Liad laying on it. Servants already pouring oil onto it. There's... Can I um, yep, go, go up to pay my respects? You can. Um, not just anybody can, but a few select people are, are allowed to, and um, you certainly can. I mean, I, 
Kelwin is pretty much, um, he was like a second father to her almost. He felt like it. Um, and she's got tears in her eyes and she's pretty distraught as well. Uh, but as she approaches, she, um, she just wants to look over the body a little bit lovingly and sadly and uh, see if her keen eyes just happen to pick up any things that are not consistent with uh, Godred's story because right now she's already on guard with all the things that they've seen the past week. Um, okay, why don't you go ahead and roll um, a healing or a search? I'm going to hope that, please. That'll bring it to a 16. Sure. While you are looking over, just you can't do a great examination of the body. Uh, while it's pretty clear that... Um, He's, there are some uh, um, prints on his face, some markings and cuts and things like that from where he's been kicked. Um, you can also see that there's this um, like blood crusted around his mouth where uh, blood has continued to, to um, uh, come out of his body even after death. It probably is true that he was struck by the horse that added to complications around his illness. But it's also probable that the main cause of his death is probably this illness that he's had. Okay. Um, like, it probably didn't help that he got kicked in the face by a horse, you know? But it probably yeah. wouldn't have been enough to kill him under normal circumstances. Yeah, seeing his body's kind of startling and um she shakes her head a little bit and as she um pays her last respect she looks back at Gardred and narrows her eyes and wonders um if there's anything on his face that would that seems a little bit out of place sure for an insight Uh, I'm gonna try to hope that as well, please, to bring that to A21. Okay, with an ordinary success, you can tell that Gardred is sad, like legitimately sad that Leod is dead. There's other, th like, other sort of, like, complicated emotions across his face that are a little bit hard to understand, but there is a genuine sense of loss about Leod's death on his face. Yeah, when she sees that sadness, she this this whole distraction she's been giving herself with all this looking for clues and stuff just kind of melts away and she realizes that she is truly deeply sad as well. And she just wants to go over to Earl and and throw her arms around him and give him a hug. Sure. Earl is approaching the um, pyre now. He's, uh, one of the servants has given him torches, which he hands out to all of you. Um, and as you stand around Earl's pyre with the torches, Earl, um, very unprepared for this moment, of all the 
I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was doing what was right for you. I thought I was doing what was best. But the person who has done this, who has organized it, we will bring him to justice. That I can promise you. And this people you have left to rule, me to rule, I will do my best to honor the things that you have put into place and be a son worthy of what you started in me. I wish we had more time in this world together. Goodbye. And he nods at you too. Put your torches into the fire. He does the same. I light the fire. As I do so, I just think about um, the first time I laid eyes on Laod and the horrible names I called him and um, the, uh, the the basically hillman rhetoric that my forefathers told me to tell uh, to, to uh, think of the people of Framsburg and uh, how Laod just stood there proud amongst the jeering of a child and uh, the the uh, response Earl had killing over laughing at my language and responses and um, thinking about how good my life has been since I have uh, been since I was captured by Layad's men and as a uh, a small uh, small group of instrumentalists play a hymn of the Ethiod as the Lord burns and uh, it dawns over all of you the responsibility that Earl has at such a young age to lead his people. Earl, something changes in his, his demeanor and his exp expression. He gets this look of just... You can't really tell. It's almost nothing, but at the same time, just full of everything. He turns, pushes through the crowd. He leaps on his horse and starts racing in, into the streets of the town, out the gates, and into the wilderness. I grab the reins of Starshine and chase after him. Not right to grab him, but to make sure he's okay. Yeah, go after him too. For anyone who's joining him. Um... Earl looks behind and sees that people are that you're following. He doesn't. Uh, he changes his pace a little bit to let you catch up. But when you do arrive, he says nothing. He just kind of nods at everyone individually, like making eye contact with this look of determination on his face. And you ride silently north into the wilderness. Uh, anyone who wants to, you can roll a hunting or a search. Who I rolled bad. Nine. Kellen. Fourteen with a great success. Kellen, a fourteen with a great success. 
Uh, it doesn't take long for you to pick up that he's following the tracks of the horse that ran. Ah, in that case, I'm going to try to wipe away my tears a little bit, clear my throat, and try to sing in as steady a voice as I can. Um, that same nonsensical little ditty I was singing when we uh, got Feller off. Sure, go ahead and roll the song. I have to hope that. Um, my, wife, my voice quivers a little bit, but I guess I just dig really deep and try to find some strength enough to sing that song. Um, that's a 20 with a great success. You do sing um, loud and clear. Your voice singing uh, just pure and clear across the winter plains as the snow falls gently. And ahead of you in the snow, a form begins to take shape and you realize it's Felleroff. Oral charges forward as you approach the horse who slowed down uh, to the, the call of Kelwin's song. He uh, orders everyone to surround Felleroff, box, box him in. He has a sword pulled. And as you surround the horse, who's a little bit cautious right now, like um, responded to Kellen's song, but nervous about the stance of Earl right now and, and everyone surrounding him. You have taken my father's life. Could have been great among us, but now you owe a weir guild, a weir guild that can only be paid with life, and he produces his sword. Eh, my lord. It. If you kill this steed, story goes down that you avenged your father. I can't believe I'm even suggesting this. But if you come back to Friendsburg, astride the steed that killed your father... That's the stuff legends are made of. Roll Persuade. Here we go! Legendary, uh, legendary, uh, Dren Persuade incoming. Here we go. That's a straight one. That's a straight one. Uh, he's not having any of it. Dren, there are no more legends, no more stories. Only what must be done. Then consider perhaps I... that this horse was the last gift your father gave you. Oh, that's a pretty good angle. Roll a persuade for that one, Eldor. And while he's doing that, I'm going to help him out by jumping in front of the steed and Earl. I can only have it to 11, so it's just a 6. Okay. Uh, anybody else want to get in on this before Earl makes his choice? I'm going to march over to him and kind of like slap slap him pretty not in the head okay i won't do the head i'll slap him in the in the shoulder what are you doing just your father yes he might have been kicked by the horse but you know he started this job it's not like you should kill him 
kill this poor animal just to finish his job. You should complete what he was trying to do. Honor his memory. Okay. Why would you want to spill more blood? Roll your persuade or inspire, I would say. I'm hoping that, please, that takes it to a 16. A 16 is what you needed after all the failures before that. So, <laughs> um, Earl puts his sword back uh, in his sheath, um, dismounts his horse. The reins that uh, the Ethiot had put on, the trainers had put on Felleroth are still there, so he takes it by the rein. Um, Felleroth, a weird guild is owed for my father's life. You'll pay not with your life, but for your service to my people. From this day forth, you will serve fealty on behalf of yourself and all of your offspring, that you will be the steeds of the rulers of the Ethiod, and you will serve my family for every generation to come. Felleroth actually bows his head in a submissive manner. You can feel the winds calm around you, and the snows fall more softly, more gently, more peacefully, and a warmth and calm overtakes all of you. And so, Earl transfers his saddle and riding gear to Felleroth, and um, Felleroth, the unbroken steed who um, killed Leod um, while Leod was trying to train him just allows Earl to slide up onto his back like and the impression you get of Earl sitting on Felleroth here is just it, it just feels like it, this scene was always meant to be Earl on, on Felleroth they ju it just seems like a, a perfect fit and he looks like a lord today um, Dren puts a uh, hand on uh, Earl's thigh and just looks up at him and goes, Now we go back to town, and nobody's going to question that you're the lord of the authentic people. Thank you, my friends, for sparing my hand in my grief. You saved me from doing something I would have regretted, I know. That's what we're here for. See you right back. Last one home. Last one home buys the drinks. Ugh. No, my friends. We are drinking to my father's memory tonight. We are drinking of the finest wine of the keep. That sounds so nice. And uh, you ride through the snow a lot more slowly than before. Um when you raced out here but with um, Earl uh, on Felleroth and when you get back to the keep um, may, people have returned to their homes and businesses and things like that the city is fuller um, Kellen you can see that the some of uh, some of Earl's men are trying to figure out what to do with the refugees 
that you brought because you didn't really have time to leave any instructions or anything like that. Um, but Earl, like, you know, attends to that pretty quickly. He still has a lot of, uh, you know, even though he's got a lot on his mind right now, um, he does want to make sure that, uh, that that's attended to properly. He um, organizes um, a, a small regiment of guards that he trusts and yourselves to go into the Undercity to look for Offerken and bring him to justice. But when you get below the city, it's cleared out. There's no one underneath at all. Most of the traces of anyone being under there at all have gone. The little office that you met Offerken in that was decked out with uh, so much finery is just bare stone. Trin, uh, do you see any trace traces where they could have gone? Let me see. 18? With the 18, you still find nothing. It's just bare stone down here. Nothing. They left no trace. They covered, covered their tracks. But I would love to leave that orc corpse down here with the spear plunged through its stomach. If you think they will come back to see it, I will have it ordered. I don't want... To, I don't think they'll come back to see it, but if they left anything behind, or if they're trying to mani mani uh, maneuver through the underbelly of the city, leave this as a warning. Leave your father's banner on that spear, like a flag, and plant it in the stomach so they know we know. And next time we meet Ulfthrakin, we make him pay. That we will. That we will. I'll have posters of his face made, put all over the city. I will pass an order that if anyone is found giving him aid, they will share whatever his fate is. And we should make sure there's no ties between Offerkin and Gardred in the meantime. Should we have Gardred imprisoned? I don't know if that's a good move because it seems like he's got a lot of well my lord he's got influence like a lot of people follow him or respect him you know you don't and also he's a trusted advisor of your father it's a bad move to spit in the face of those who are respected something I learned the hard way you could perhaps offer him a comfortable retirement and keep him under watch. That does seem like it would have its benefits. Someone did once tell me to keep my enemies close. Tell him that uh, maybe yes, retire, and then offer to elevate Theodis to his standing. So his family still has standing, my lord? You want me to appoint Theodos as my advisor? As an advisor. We're obviously your prime advisors, and I give him a wink. Theodos never really struck me as the advising type. She's not stupid. If you say so. Very well. She's smarter than her brother is. Yeah, well, it's hardly... Uh... 
anything to brag about. Um, but when you do get back to the keep, Theatis is actually waiting there uh, for Earl. And she kind of comes All out. All the way to back? Comfort him. Helen is shooting daggers. Yeah, for sure. Dren all the way back. Um, Theodis is waiting for uh, Earl. Well, it becomes evident she's waiting for Earl when he arrives, and she kind of, you know, runs up to, you know, comfort him and that sort of thing. His father's dead. And then, um, I must tell you, though, Earl, I, I saw something quite disturbing. Around the keep, they say it was the horse that killed your father, but I was there. The, your father, he survived the blow. What he did not survive was the care. What do you mean? Well, the horse did kick him, but when he was taken uh, to his room and, and cared for, I could hear not... It was an injury, it was it, coughing. Horrible coughing and wheezing. I don't think that can happen from a blow to the head from a horse. Theodis, thank you for telling me. There are some things that we already know about, but I do appreciate the information. Thank you. Theodos, maybe just leave the tale alone as it is. The Lord died taming the mare that Earl then tamed. That's the story that should be carried forward. She's like We're look we're looking she, into the rest. She's like staring at Felleroff and like, you know, patting her hand down Felleroff's neck. This is the horse that did it. Now that I see him. He does not look so... see him so close. He does not seem so wild and terrible. Well, we'll see. For now, all is well. And again, my lord, I am so sorry for this great loss. We will remember your father with fondness and affection in our hearts forever. Um, it goes there like the, the respectful uh, parting uh, greeting and uh, proceeds into the stables. Um, the attendants are kind of like shocked that Felleroff is there and backing away and nervous around, um, around him, but Earl assures them that there's nothing to worry about, and, and uh, Felleroff lets someone lead him off to a stable. Um, he brings you all into the, the keep, where he and uh, his father eat dinner uh, at a large dining table, and orders food and wine brought so that you can stay up celebrating the life of Laod. And you do. There's music. Um, there's stories shared. Uh, there's drink had. There's food. And as the evening progresses, Earl, out of his pack, he pulls out a cloth, lays it at the center of the table, and unravels it. 
And there in the center of the table is a dark glass orb. It seems to have some sort of swirling shapes moving around inside of it. Much has happened for this. But Ulfriken was gone when we arrived. Why did he not want his prize? What is it? Um, thinking through everything I've read, all the, the fantasy books, is there anything that, that jumps out as being similar? Roll lore. Um, I can hope that up to a 15. Won't do any good. You've never heard of anything like this before. Perhaps the reason he didn't stay for it is because his job was complete. You mean he wanted me to have this? But why? I mean, he wanted this as a happy benefit, but he was always planning to leave once Leod passed. But why? The Ithyad are no different. Now I am to rule in Leod's stead. It makes no sense. What could he have gotten out of all this? think it's something we may come to understand in the future. Uh, you're cutting out there, Deb. Sorry. <laughs> I said, it must be poison. He must be trying to poison you. How can I, I would advise poison? that he lock that away. If you say so, but I don't see how a simple stone can be poisonous. And it is quite beautiful now that I see it in this light. I try to immediately cover it with my cloak. In Eldor's books and in all the songs of old, there is always some dark magic and items that you find that are alluring and tempting and inexplic inexplicably beautiful. And the more time you spend with them, the more beautiful they become. Lock it away, my lord. That I will. It's best kept secret anyway. If it is, if it does turn out that Alterkin does want it, I'm sure he'll come back for it somehow. It should be kept safe and secret until then. And perhaps... A co-conspirator may reveal himself, as I doubt Alfrican himself would be the one to do the deed. Ah, is there a crossman you could trust to create one that looks exactly like it? And perhaps oh, keep that in plain view. If any were to be caught stealing it, we would have information. Do you know any craftsman that can create a swirling mist within an orb like that? He did not Maybe just a glass any... orb and we keep it covered. He did not mention anything about a moving shape like this when he described it to me, only that there may be a soft red glow from inside. I'm not certain that he's ever seen it himself. 
we could hire a glass blower to contrive something. That's a trap. I do like that idea. Very well. I'm glad I have you uh, as an advisor, Kelwin. That was a good idea. And he uh, wraps the cloth tightly around it. For now, though. And uh, locks it up in a uh, cupboard uh, in this room. Let's put it out of our minds for now, friend. Tonight... We drink to the life of my father. To Laod. And he raises a glass. Here, here. To Laod. And that's where we'll end things today.